Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. The studio is packed. It's Sunday afternoon. The Reds game's on. The drinks are cold, and here we are. The mics are hot. DG, what's happening? Good to see you, Clay. It's been a while. And Corey, good to see you guys. What about the one to your left? Good to see you, Uncle Buck. As always. <laughs> Uncle Buck is back. What is this? Three in a row? It's three in a row. You said you were going for eight, right? This is the trifecta. Okay. He's uh he's a local now, so Yeah, he's, he's here. All he's gotta do is ride his bike across town. <laughs> Speaking of riding a bike across town, he was riding a bike yesterday across town. And you believe that shit? Pegs? No. Oh. It was a, a tri is it a tricycle? I mean I guess it's you got, got three it's wheels. Got three wheels and a basket on it. Yeah. One wheel in the front, two in the back, and let's just say the hill. That we have to ride up, then get it easier. Uh, you don't. You don't have any gears to shift down to. Just uh, one gear, one all gear, way all the way up. Yeah. And I tell you what, DG, I think I rode on the fastest golf cart ever yesterday. The fastest one ever. I'm telling you, this golf cart goes what 45, 50? No shit. No shit. And we were zooming, zooming through town. No governor on that thing. No. It's kind of. Hey. Lithium ion battery took 500 pounds off of it. A little souped up. New battery dropped 500 pounds. The weight difference, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think shits and gets. <laughs> Damn right, it'll set you back. <laughs> Man, just don't let it run out of battery out on what was out on the main road coming into town. Yeah, he ran out of battery yesterday. Had to walk. He wasn't very happy. Oh, Buck's dad. <laughs> Have to push it back. <laughs> he wouldn't got his truck wouldn't in the got, trailer. Wouldn't got a trailer. He was just gave it just took it a little too far. Ran out of battery. That's never good. But we were out there riding around town. What did we do? Stop and get some beer, and then we got a couple pizzas. Couple pizzas. We had ourselves a little Saturday, and I got myself into a little trouble with the Woodford Reserve Bourbon. Oh, is that right? What DG? I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't drink bourbon, but I got into it a little bit yesterday with Uncle Buck's dad, and it messed me up. What time, about what time of evening was it when you started sipping on the, the Woodford? Right at dark. So probably, I don't know, nine, nine thirty, ten. Okay. Right so there. I know you, and I know what your Saturdays, a typical Saturday is like for you. And typically, you don't wait until 9 to start drinking on Saturdays. No, yesterday I started at like 11.45. I'm, guess, I'm guessing it was beer? Yeah. Oh, beer before liquor. Never sicker. Beer before liquor. Never sicker. You ought to know better than but that. But the thing is, I didn't get sick. I mean, I just couldn't stand up. Is that why you didn't get out of bed till 2 o'clock in, well, in the afternoon today? Well, <laughs> I took the dog for a walk this morning at 9, and then I went back to bed. Okay, so you get up at 9, take the dog out. For a walk, a.k.a. he shits in the yard, you're back in the house by 9, 10, you go to bed, you don't get out of bed till 2 p.m. I, I I see what's happening. Hey, we made the pod, though, right? Hey, We're here. Yeah, you made it down the stairs. Congratulations. I didn't. <laughs> Uncle Buck, did you have fun yesterday? It was a blast. You got a new TV. I did. So we stayed at Uncle Buck's house yesterday, just drinking beer, riffing, raffing, whatever, having some fun. And the son of a bitch's TV didn't even work, DG. We were there all day, and we didn't watch one single anything on TV. It was just black screen. Man, that sounds that sounds refreshing to it, me. I mean, honestly, it was. It was just clear the mechanism. Yes. It was just dudes being dudes talking. Guys being dudes. We talked about all kind of shit yesterday. Speaking of something that we talked about, I got a freaking crazy story for you boys. So buckle your seatbelts, listeners. Here we go. I'm asleep in a camper down to the down at the uh, local fair, and I wake up. I don't know. I don't know what time it was. Like 10 a.m. or something. Because I hear people outside talking, and, and I was like, man, that's a bunch of gossip. Like they're going in on something. So I got to get up. I got to check it out. So I go outside. And I hear this story and my jaw drops. So I know this guy and he ended up <laughs> just thinking about this making me laugh. He ended up sleeping in a stranger's camper that night. Well, I mean, he's probably not the first guy that spent the night in a, in a strange camper. But I mean, did he know these people at all? 
he ended up in this camper by accident, by mistake, oh. his own mistake. Like he wasn't like he was trying to so come. The back. stranger didn't say, "Hey, you know what? You need a place to stay." Come, absolutely stay. not. It he walked in on this one of those. No. <laughs> so, so this guy, this guy that I'm speaking of. He walks into the camper like it's his own, goes to sleep, and then has enough courtesy to shut the curtain like it's his own place. They wake up the next morning at like six o'clock and the stranger sees him in their bed and says, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this guy? The story I heard, he had the sheet up and over his head. The guy didn't even, he just seen a body in his bed. Could you imagine seeing that? Oh, dude, I don't know what I would have done. Was this this guy that wandered into the wrong camper? Was he inebriated at the time? I'm guessing. Um, from what I heard, he was asleep, and he went to pee in the middle of the night. He went to go pee outside, never came back. <laughs> Left the door wide open. It's like a science fiction movie. Yeah, the guy leaves the piss, never comes back. <laughs> never comes back. <laughs> Do you believe me when I tell you this story? I, no, I believe I believe you. I believe that that's happened. And those campers, I mean, I mean, it's camper right next to a camper, right next to a camper, and you got these like mini camping villages inside of it. So it's it's really surprising and crazy, but at the same time, it's believable that a dude that got really, really messed up wandered outside of a camper, took a piss, couldn't find his way back to that camper. And in his drunken mind state, half asleep, sleepwalking, whatever, just said, "Well, this camper looks as good as any. I'll just wander in here and take a take a snoozer in this one." Wonder what he would have done if that door was locked. This dude, knowing him, he probably would have beat on the fucking door until somebody answered. <laughs> somebody answered. <laughs> Quit playing a joke on me. Yeah. Let me in the camper. Or it is tried the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on. Yeah. Oh, great story. I mean, he's like that dude's lucky he didn't. You right. know, he did. He didn't get. The shit kicked out of him. Physically Shot. assaulted or hauled off to jail for trespassing right. or dude, yeah. he was raising some hell. He <laughs> talked about raising yikes. That's a <laughs> yikes. That's a good story, right? Hey, there. did you guys see that video this past week of the uh it was at a Dodgers game and the ball girl tackled the guy running on the field? Oh yeah. What a tackle. Yes. She's she's like she's like a local celebrity now. Oh, absolutely. So I checked her out on Instagram and everything, and I mean, she's like I don't know, it's like twenty four years old, and she's just doing that for fun because she loves baseball. I seen, and she just smeared that guy over into the, like she pushed him, and he fell hard over the over the railing there. Mm. So my question to you guys is, how long do you think you could outrun those security guards on the field? If I tried something like that, I would definitely do some recon work beforehand. I'd know where all the security guards were, you know. Yeah. I kind of scouted out a little bit. But I'm not I mean I'm I'm I can run a little, but I'm not extremely fast. I don't think I could make it onto the field and then back off the field. Like they would they would get to me. Somebody would get to me when I was on the field. Would you like do like jukes and shit? You know how like people oh, yeah. go out there and like fake out the security oh, guards. Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to you got to make a scene, right? Yeah, I'm taking elusive. my shirt off. I'm probably taking my pants off too. While I'm out there, just running. I'm not going to go full nude, but I'm at least going to get in my underwear. I would mess with them guys so bad. I guarantee I could elude at least ten of them. At least ten. Yeah. Nah, that's they. They're not going to catch me, bullshit. Buck. Buck, they're not. You're going to be me. drunk for one, because you're not going to have the courage to do this without some alcohol. So if you think you're going to dodge ten, dude, them guys guard- aren't in shape. They can't run fast. You see them all the time. The thing is, them security guards—they're older. They're probably above sixty. They're doing it for fun. But all it takes is one, like Otis, one security guard that's athletic like Otis to tackle your ass and make you look like a complete idiot. He's not catching me. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> Remember, I'd give uh, you thirty seconds. Thirty. Thirty. Hell, you might not even make it over the fucking wall <laughs> onto the field. <laughs> DG, what were you gonna say? Well, I got just a couple of stories come to mind. Did you? I know you guys aren't Ohio State football fans, but do you remember a few years back, uh, some drunk college kid ran onto the field during an Ohio State football game, and Anthony Schlegel, who was the strength and conditioning coach at the time, smeared him, just slammed him, yeah, like I, body slammed. Yeah, him. I, I do remember that. I seen the video. That was awesome. So you're saying you would like to watch me get slammed like that? Is that what you're trying I'm to say? I'm just saying 
when I think Buck, of, you're shaking your head. When I think of on the field, you know, fans running on the field, that's one of the that's one of the things that come to mind. What do you think the punishment is? Like in the court system for that? Well, I think they get banned. Yeah, you're never visiting. They the get banned from the game. stadium. Okay. Do you think like what is it? Maybe one night in jail, big fine probably. I don't think you I mean you're not. It's if, like you, a, if you take your pants off, they might charge <laughs> a little more to you. But I think if you stay like fully clothed, or maybe just take your shirt off, you stand a better chance of just spending a night in jail and a fine. But if you start, I'm getting it, I'm getting in my underwear. I'm telling you that right now. That, that may fall under public that, uh, indecency. That's, in, that's indecent exposure. <laughs> yeah. Plus, probably I don't know, disturbing the peace or something. And just think of how many youth are at that ball game right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm not taking my pants. You're not, yeah, you, could, you could be <laughs> on the offender list yeah. after that. Yeah, one. yeah they won't let you anywhere close to school. I'm ever keeping. Again. The, I'm keeping the gym shorts off. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> there was a guy. Another another thing that came to mind was or it was earlier this see this baseball season, and I don't remember if it was. A, I don't think it was a Reds game. It could have been. I'm not sure. I can't remember if it was a major league game or a triple A game, but it was a rain delay, and the tarp was on the field, and a fan naked jumped naked. jumped onto the jumped onto the field. Ran across the tarp, slid on it, you know, just Charlie Hustle laid out, <laughs> slid on it, and the security guards are on him, and but you know they're like they're like tripping and slipping, falling, yeah. slipping. That he the the dude runs to the the tube that you know that they roll the tarp up on, yeah, and he goes inside the tube. <laughs> Like a dog track thing. <laughs> yeah. So then the guard, once the guard, security guards got out there, I mean, they just waited on either end, and his goose was cooked at that yeah. point. It's but, like, uh, but that's funny. That's but, good oh, shit. Oh man, it was funny. That's kind of like how they chase like mules out of the dirt. You put the hose down the, you know, the hole, and you just wash them out. You just yeah. flood them out. So they just flooded the poor guy out. Yeah. But he made a beeline for that tube, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to the tube for? There's no escape. But he didn't care. He's probably drunk. I got a. Uh, Raising hell. We're talking baseball, right? Yeah. DG, do you have a story of a raising hell at a Reds game with us one time? Yeah. I mean, I've been to plenty of Reds games with you. You raise hell at every Reds game I've been to with you. But the one, you're probably a better storyteller than I am, one with Eric Gagne and the L.A. Dodgers bullpen. Do you remember that one? Uh, vaguely. I remember you were giving him shit the whole game. Yeah. Have you ever, like, heckled a a major league ball player. This I love dude. doing it. I love doing it. This dude's the heckler of all hecklers. Do you well. ever get a feedback? Do they ever, you know, get involved back with you? Oh, I, absolutely. I had an entire fucking bullpen yelling at me. The whole Reds, they're the whole Dodgers relief pitching staff was pissed at you. They were just, they were flexing on me. I was flexing at them. Flexing? Yeah. I had my phone out. I told Eric Gagne to tell his mom to quit calling me. All this shit. And the kicker is, the funniest part is the Reds were losing, right? Yep. Eric Gagne goes in to save the game, he and he blew it. Blew it. Yep. He blew it. I could see that coming from a mile away. And I bet you were loving it, weren't you? Oh, by the loving end of the life. game, we had, what, like three or four yellow jacket dudes like sitting right behind us. They said, keep it up, just, you know, keep some common sense, because we don't want to kick you out of the ball game. We've just been told, hey, keep your eye on these two. DG, what do you what do you think about the security guards sitting behind you? Uh, I didn't get yeah, I didn't surprise me. <laughs> but there was a this, how do you let this guy get you into this shit? I don't know. I, I'm the guy that's just wants to just sit there. I know you are. Keep to myself and just watch the game. And this this guy just <laughs> wants to chirp. He just wants to chirp the whole time. That's what he does. That's what he's good at. Um, it seems like something like that always happens the games you and I go to together because it wasn't too many games before that one. Do you remember the Reds game? It was the Cardinals were in town. They were playing a series against the Reds, and the Reds had beaten the Cardinals the night before. And during a press press conference after the game, Brandon Phillips called the St. Louis Cardinals a bunch of whiny little bitches. I don't know if I remember that. Okay, so he called the the entire St. Louis Cardinals team a bunch of whiny little bitches. Okay. All right. The next day, Brandon Phillips is the leadoff batter. The bottom of the first inning, he walks up to the batter's box. He taps Yadier Molina on the shin guard, like, "Hey, man, have a good game, whatever." You know how that's that's how all leadoff hitters do. 
and Molina wasn't having it. He stands he stands up, he rips his mask off, and just right. gets in his face, bench is clear, and I mean it got ugly. Like the fight the fight started at home plate, it kind of drifted back to the backstop. And you got Johnny Cueto out there kicking dudes with his with his cleats. Edison Volquez. Scott Rollins throwing haymakers. I mean, it got ugly. It I mean, it got ugly. And it, it, it like eventually worked its way out like all the way down to the home dugout. Like clear out to first base and right field. I mean, it Mal- was just it looked like a hive of just players just going at. Nobody Mal- was even trying to break the shit up either. No. So let them go. Coaches were in on it. I mean, fists were flying, multiple ejections, multiple suspensions, fines. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines levied, and I'm just—I don't—I still I'm don't just know how they were like, able to have like to play the game. How they continue? Because there was like 13 total ejections. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I was going to bed the other night, and <laughs> it was dark. My wife was already asleep. Bedroom was dark. Okay, so uh, I sleep on the opposite side of the bed. So I got to walk around it to get to my side. And I don't know, it's late. I'm tired, about 11 p.m. And I walk in and I smash my toe into the bedpost. That's the worst. Stubbed it that's bad. The, oh, that's and I dropped to the ground. And you know, you, you're, you're like, you, it's it's funny, <laughs> but it fucking hurts. So you're like, oh, you motherfucker. You know, you just feel shit. But you're trying to be quiet. Yeah. But you, you know your wife's asleep. You just son of a bitch. You know, I'm sitting on the bottom <laughs> of the floor, and then she 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 seen it. I mean, she's laughing. She starts. She wakes up. She's laughing because I'm literally laying on the ground, just holding my toe, like trying not to cuss. You know, my face is red. I'm blotchy. I'm pissed. Just want to get to sleep. She starts laughing at me, and right at that moment, she started laughing at me. I said, "Podcast topic." Oh yeah. Funny things that happen. Well, how did I? How did I say it? You, uh, things things that are funny that happen to other people. Yeah, like so things that are funny when they happen to other people, but not to you. Right. Okay. So at that moment, that I, that was that was not funny because I was pissed that I hit my toe. But, but, she, but thought, she thought it was any, funny. Anybody watching thinks that's hilarious. Right. Yeah. But it's not funny that it happened to you. So I I, I compiled a list here, and that's my number one. Just seeing someone stub their toe. Yeah. Because that shit hurts, man. Oh, that's a great one. I was wondering what gave you this idea. I knew there was some kind of backstory. That was it. That, I, I mean, I stubbed my toe so hard on that bedpost. It was dark. I didn't. I couldn't see. Oh, that's the worst. And I, I went down to the ground, and I was just gritting my teeth, just freaking cussing. I almost had a few tears in my eye. It hurt that bad. Oh, dude, it's that's some pain. That is some pain. And I also thought, you know, stubbing toe is a real good one, but your shin might even be worse hitting your shin on something like a uh, a ball bat a ball and a hitch golf club yeah anything like that you're walking behind cars in a parking lot and there's a hitch there you don't even see it off of a truck bam right into the shin now that's funny but that shit hurts oh dude you ain't kidding there's just there's no protection there nothing it's just like it's just all bone. bone that's it you got any i got a few yeah we, we got we've talked about this before on that happens on the, to other people. Yeah, we, we've talked about this before, but uh, I'm just going to tell the story. That's fine. I was in seventh grade. I was in language arts class, and a buddy of mine who's going to re- remain nameless, you know, we're seventh graders. We're immature as hell. Everything, you know, everything's a joke. Everything, we want to just laugh at everything. And so that's what we did. I mean, we just tried to make each other laugh in the middle of class because it was funny and entertaining. Well, it's quiet. Somebody's reading, you know, out loud. And he gets he gets my attention because we sat right next to each other, and he he was whispering to me. He said, "Hey, I got a fart. I got a fart." And he said, he said, "Listen to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip a big one." And so he's he's gonna try to fart out loud right in the middle of class. So that that was his goal. That was his goal. Just to rip one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting there waiting, and and he does. He farts out loud in the middle of class, but you could tell when it came out. You could tell by the sound. It was a shark. It was a shark. It was a shark. And I and you could tell by the look on his face, it was a shark. And I'll never 
till the day I die, forget the look on his face. <laughs> I mean, he he get, he turned beet red. Everybody knew it was him. He knew he had fucked up. He knew he had <laughs> messed his pants. And like at that point, the teacher the teacher even knew it was a shark. And she said, "She knew. She knew. <laughs> she knew it was him, and she knew it was a shark." And she said, "Do you need to be excused?" And he said, "Yes." <laughs> and he left. And he didn't come back for the rest of the day. Like, I think he was too embarrassed. He probably needed to change of clothes. But this was like 11 in the morning. Yeah. And he didn't, he did he never returned to class. So, so, you, so you, I guess what my, my whole point is when other people shart and you know they sharted, that's hilarious. That's funny. But when it happens to you, uh-uh. oh, that's the worst. I got, speaking of shart. I don't know if I've ever told this story or not, but you're talking about seeing their face and you, they know they know what just happened. This is this is a good one. I was at the river and it's yeah, for those of you that don't know the river is like one of the best places around that you can get a good steak. Yep. You get a good piece of good piece of meat down there. So we went to the river one night and you know how you know how uh, packed it is. And this place isn't very big at all. It's just it's kind of it's kind of like a hole in the wall. But they, they have got the best meeting around. So we're in there. I mean, it's shoulder to shoulder. We're sitting at the bar, ready to ready to um, get our table. And I said, I, I got to go to the bathroom. So I had, I had to go pee. So I went and peed. And my buddy Roush, he's at the he's sitting right beside me. And he's peeing, too. And, you know, you know, you got to fart. And I, I, I just looked at him. <laughs> oh, and I just, I farted while I was peeing. <laughs> and he, he looked over at me. I looked at him, the face. Yeah. He goes, You all right? <laughs> just the sound. You know, it's the sound. You know it's not a clean one. There's just a little it's a little different, you, you know? know. You know, it's got some and, moisture to it. <laughs> we made eye contact. And he said he said, You all right? <laughs> and I said, Oh, I don't know. But we we walked out, we washed our hands, we walked out. And when I started walking, I looked at him and I said, I said, no, I'm not all right. And I went back and that's, I've been there. I'm in this bathroom. I have to throw my underwear away. That's how bad it was, DG. I'm in the stall and he's, he gets up on top of the stall with his camera and it's filming me. And I'm sitting there with my underwear and my, they're down around my ankles and I'm trying to clean them. I got like a wet paper towel and I'm, I'm sitting there cleaning them, trying to wipe out the shit. And... He's filming me the whole time. I had to end up throwing him away. So I'm out there free balling in this restaurant that is shoulder to shoulder. Free balling. That's a shark. See, it's so, always the facial, the facial expression and the sound. You can always tell. You can always tell. So for Roush, I mean, that was probably like the funniest thing that he witnessed that week. But for you, it was it was the worst nightmarish. Exactly. How about slipping on ice? Buck, we were talking yesterday in our adventure we had, and you brought it up, slipping on ice. So you want to take this one away? No, I mean, I think anybody that's ever witnessed somebody fall on ice, their first reaction is, fuck, are they okay? <laughs> yeah. And then once they see him move around like a fish, they're like, oh, he's fine. That was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. Losing the footing on ice is something else, you know. Like all the body movements, like you get your arms waving, your legs are going every which way. It's like they're learning to walk for the first right. time. Like a baby deer. Yeah. And then you just stop and then you're like bodies everywhere. And then DG brought it up earlier when we were off air. Then they say, okay, we're okay. And it takes one step, bam, right on their ass. Yeah. There was a uh, video of a dad that was picking it, or dropping his daughter off at school. And the sidewalk was covered in ice. Well, he had like a 10-minute video, and he just videoed probably 100 kids on the same spot of ice. Have you I've seen, seen the video. Yes, I've seen the video. You yes. Get, he's like commentating, and you uh, can hear him laughing. So my question is like, yeah, okay, five or six kids you might let fall on the ice, but when is it that you go out and like detour people from stepping on that? That single spot, or you just keep letting. I don't it think you for, do for that guy. He, I don't think you do, Buck. I think you just let him go. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, if they're old people, it's different. It is different, but if for old. kids, I mean, kids ain't gonna get hurt. People you know? like us, like if I seen you bust your ass and like walking into a Kroger in the middle of winter, I'd start rolling. Yeah. I mean, I'm rolling. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, I always like it whenever, I mean, not just a fall. I mean, legs in the air, back, right on their back. Yeah. Scorpion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, those are the best. Uh, I would say when people get pulled over now, not just for your regular like traffic violation, but when you're going down the highway and you have a dickhead that goes past you going a hundred. You and got, you're just you, Vin Diesel passed you with his right little race car with a little fart tube on the back. Vin you, Diesel. Yep. And you look over to your significant other and you just say, I hope to God that fucker gets pulled over. Two miles up the road. He's pulled bam, over. Cherries and berries. Yep. Got him. Yep. And then you laugh at him all the way by. Yep. Say, look in there, Vin Diesel. How'd that treat you, boy? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had it coming. He had it coming to him. Yep. What about people puking? Yeah. I, that, wasn't, that wasn't on my list, but I thought about it. It's funny when people, most of the time when people get drunk to the point where they start having to puke. It's it's funny shit. Yeah. Which we could put them together, like blackout drunk people and puking. You mix them two together. That's that's some great shit there. That's pretty entertaining. I don't I don't do fluids like coming out of orifices very well. So <laughs> when people start vomiting or puking or shitting in the, you know, out of their ass uncontrollably, I I gotta leave the room or the area. So, I mean, yeah, it is funny, but I'm out. I always like watching the guys who are big roller coaster people. They get off out of the amusement park, they get off the rod, and they just blow chunks right after the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Their head's in the trash can. Yeah, just in the trash can. Or you get off the rod, and you just see guys walking. They just got puked out their shirt. What's the uh, the Sandlot movie? Sandlot, yes, yeah. Everybody yes. throws up. Just like that. That's funny. It's yeah. funny shit, dude. I love that scene because that's funny. It I love is. watching seeing people puke, yeah. man. Have you ever been puked on while on a roller coaster? No, and I got that wrote down here, Buck. If like if you're a passenger and the guy in front of you pukes and it comes back on you. <sighs> that's just like the, the movie. It's just a train like yeah. a chain reaction, then everybody starts vomiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, getting puked on. What about a bad haircut? Well, you wouldn't know because you're bald as fuck. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's just it. He laughs at everybody else that walks in here with horrible haircuts. I mean, just, I mean you know, as a kid, I mean, you're say you're in junior high and your buddy comes in with a bad, just a bad bowl cut, and you're just laughing at him like, that's dude, tough. that sucks. That's tough. Dude, that's who did that to you. Yeah. That sucks yeah. right now. Go home and get the clippers and just cut it off, dude. I feel like DG's done that to me several times. Yeah, we get we give each other shit about bad haircuts, me and him. But there was there was a haircut I got back in high school, and it was during basketball. Oh, it was a high school haircut. It was during basketball season. So you probably caught a lot of shit. Well, what happened was I went into the barber. I told I told him what I wanted, but I told him the wrong thing. Like I I described it to him, and I thought I got my my point across. And I thought they knew what I wanted. I wasn't facing the mirror they cut my hair they turned me around and i basically had a buzz cut except for my bangs (laughs) all right so like basically i had shaved head except or a buzz except for my my bangs that was it that was all that was left we had a game in washington courthouse that night so did you gel them up (laughs) i went home and i cut them off (laughs) i cut them off I wore a toboggan on the bus. I was terrified. What did you tell this guy you wanted to fuck it up that bad? A bus cut with bangs. I probably, I, I was, I was never very descriptive. That's why I love great clips. Yeah. Anyway. They keep your order too. Yeah, I know. But I was just like, hey, I want it, sh- I probably told him I would just want it short on the back and the sides. And keep the bangs. And, you see these lovely things, and, keep them. And keep the top a little, a little bit longer. Don't touch them. I like the, I like my bangs. <laughs> <laughs> and he he probably said so one sixteenth on the back and side is that good? And I was probably like, yeah, sure, sounds sounds good. perfect. One sixteenth, man, that's like no guard, dude. A s- one sixteenth of an inch is like nothing. He might as well have taken a straight razor to my head. <laughs> Don't touch the bags though. But yeah, I mean, you're right, man. That's that's the worst. I mean, one, we were in the locker room changing into you know our jerseys before the game, and I had to take the toboggan off. At some point, yes. I did. I took it Can't off. Can't play the game with a toboggan on. And a uh, buddy of ours, uh, Mike, yeah. he just he just lost his shit when I took my toboggan <laughs> off. <man. laughs> and when Mike, you know, because he's one of the quietest guys know, ever. And if he loses it, you yeah. know something's fucking funny. Yeah, he lost it, and he just, <laughs> he's like, what? What did they do to you, man? What did they do to you? What did you tell them? <laughs> and Mike was always like just neat. 
Oh, oh trimmed yeah. up oh, to perfection. Yeah. yeah, he was manicured. So I would love to see his reaction to DG pulling that toboggan off. <laughs> DG, this brings up a good point, dude. Uh, you were telling this whole story, but my whole elementary career, I had the buzz cut with bangs, and I would dye the sub bitches blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was my thing. That I just totally forgot about it. Now you're talking about, it, dude. But my, when I was in elementary, that's what I had—a buzz cut with just bangs, and they, my aunt dyed them blonde. Yeah, thought it was cool as shit. Bad haircuts. That's funny. You, did you have Uncle Buck? Did you have your tips frosted at one point? He always had his. He was the preppiest little fucker in the school. <laughs> always with that Abercrombie, right? Abercrombie and Fitch, Hollister, American Eagle. That's all you could find him in. You just like a little preppy, little preppy kid. I was a mommy's boy. You were. Yeah. I remember our buddy Troy. He had like a normal hair. Like picture his hair the way it is now. Like yep. a normal haircut for him. Yeah. But then from about here, like mid temple up on up on the top, it was dyed blonde. So he like had a, a bowl cut of blonde up top and then his like normal hair color <laughs> yep. sideburns yep. And down the I back. remember it. He rocked that for like two grades. Two grades. Yeah. We need to uh, find some old pictures of elementary, junior high, of all of us, and just one night just roast the fuck out of each other. That'd be great. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of what we're doing right now, honestly. So bad haircut, DG, that's a real good one. Great story. What about seeing people get hit in the nuts? Yeah, it depends on the situation right. for me. Sometimes I just I empathize with them too much. I'm just like, oh god! Like <laughs> you're watching a you know baseball game and a catcher tries to make a block. Oh, like you can almost feel it. Yeah, you know it's yeah. that bad. Yeah. But other times it's it's pretty funny. Like you remember you remember the game back in the day when we were kids. People used to back tag people, ball tag, whatever you used to call it. And when, as a kid, you thought that was hilarious. But when it happened, like you would do it to someone and you'd laugh at them when they'd fall to their knees. But when it happened to you, you hated it. That was the worst. Yeah. How about, um, so, you know, everybody in the studio here, we, we all golf. We've all golfed before. We were all pretty, you know, we, we've golfed in a lot of outings and things like that. Some pretty big outings. Have you ever been in a situation where, Let's say it's the first tee off of the day and you drive to the tee box and there's like multiple groups going off the same tee box. Oh, or maybe yeah. you're getting ready to tee off and then there's a group sitting there off to the side that's letting you play through. So you're up on the tee box and there's like 16, 20 people standing around watching. I hate that. I hate it with a passion. And when it's not you, nobody wants to be a dick and, and, and you know give anybody a hard time about it. But that dude that shanks his drive straight into the <laughs> woods, nobody laughs out loud, but everybody thinks it's funny. <laughs> or if you're me, and I've done this several times, you get up there and you just don't even make contact with the ball. You, you just whiff. whiff. Oh, that's that's even worse. <laughs> I've done that several times. And that I've emphasized with you so much here. I'm just saying I know where he's going with this, and it's happened to me a hundred times. Yeah. And you just feel like a dumbass. Yeah. You just feel like a legit dumbass. Well, I mean, I, in my, you know, I don't laugh because I know I still have to fucking hit. And more than likely, <laughs> it's going to happen to myself. So I'm not laughing. But it is funny. But I'm just praying to God. Everybody just put it down the middle of the fairway. Yeah. And then then we'll get out of here. Let's yeah, just go. Let's just go. But the, the, you know what I do in them situations? I go last in my group. And if people hit good drives, oh, back in the car, not even hitting. Let's go. <laughs> just don't, just don't, don't even drive. Don't yeah. even put yourself it'll out there. He'll hit first the entire round. Yep. And then if we have, say, eight people waiting for us at the tee box, he's like, no, nah, I'm no, going last. I'm good. Yep. And you guys hit good drives. Why, why, why would I hit? Why do I need to hit? For love of the game. Nah, speaking of games, how about just screwing up in sports? A few examples here. You brought it up golf, basketball, wide open layup. Been there. Blow it. Been there. People laugh at you. Touchdown, wide receiver, wide open in the end zone. Bam, hit him in the pads, dropped it. Missing a free throw, airballing a free throw. How about how about just airballing a free throw? And you yeah. got the whole people, everybody's watching, the whole crowd's watching you. Don't even hit the rim, airball. You know what's the best? That's some funny shit. I love people that miss layups that are wide open. I just love it. You know when you, you, they try to get their steps? And then they mess up their steps and they just shank it off the backboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's bloody shit. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a, a buddy of ours. We all know him. 
I remember during a JV game one time, he went up for an open layup and he hit he he hit the bottom of the rim. <laughs> he didn't even it didn't even hit the back. Was it a fast break? I don't remember, but it was open. I mean, he, it was not contested, and he hit the bottom of the rim. And he goes down right after, like he twisted his ankle. Oh. The fake. Oh, I know who we're talking about now. Yeah. Was he was he grabbing his ankle? He was, was he grabbing his ankle. He was just trying to army crawl his way <laughs> off the floor. Uh, okay, that brings up a great point. People faking injuries. That's funny shit. Like, do you actually believe that? Do you think I believe that you hurt your ankle on that? Not, not if you just blew a layup. <laughs> and the fact that he army crawled all the way up the court. He wanted to, he wanted to get out of the field to play, man. He was he was hurt. Or, or he wanted the whole crowd to know he just did something to his ankle and that's why he missed the And layup. he checked out of the game for 30 seconds and the some bitches right back in there in 30 more seconds. How many times do you think he's done that? Oh man, that was that Countless. was his go-to. Countless. That was his, dude, he would flop around on the court like a fish yeah. out of water. That was his go-to. <sighs> or uh, another one I like is when somebody airballs a free throw or a or a three. That's a good one too. And ball goes out of bounds, and on the way back down the floor, they they're like looking at their hand, uh, like swiping their yep. hand Blind. on the floor or their shorts. Oh man, slip slipped out of my hand. Oh man, I've I've, I've done bad that. release. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't done that? <laughs> what about stepping in shit? Just big old pile of poo, dog poop in the yard. You just got there and you just step right in it. That's the worst. Having to try to get that dog poop out of the pattern of your shoe, it yeah, just it just sticks in there. It's worse when you're barefoot; it goes right between the toes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done that, Buck. You've stepped in shit barefoot. Oh yeah, it's not fun. Uh, a buddy, we were in college, buddy, buddy, and uh, we were having a rager. It was like a '90s theme party, so everything was just it was banging. Right there's probably 200 people in this party. Well, he goes out back to take a smoke break, and the people that owned the house had a dog in the backyard. Well, he had taken a solid step in some shit, and we were all in the the, the kitchen playing beer pong. <clears throat> and there's probably 60 people, and everybody started clearing out. Well, this dude, he comes, stands by me, and he just smells like straight shit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Did you step in dog shit? He's like, oh, I don't know. Did I? So he takes his shoe off and it's just covered in dog shit. So this dude completely cleared out a half of a party just by stepping in some dog poop. I was at the party. I believe it. I was there. I almost want to say, are you sure it was him? It was him. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was me. I mean, you might have stepped in a different pile of I dog know, shit. It, it just hit me. I think, I think it... I think it might have been both of us. <laughs> and I remember that part. People were pissed. Oh, like, yeah. pissed off. I was. We were tracking dog shit all over that house. BG. I, didn't I mean, piss that, my house. I know. I, and I didn't even. The thing is, I didn't know it was us. Like shit, it does stick in here. <laughs> and I looked down, and my my fucking shoe is covered in shit. <laughs> I said, "You idiot, it's you." And I don't even go to this college. I'm. I don't even know if I'm of age to be drinking down there. And I'm in this house just dragging shit all the way. The carpet's ruined. I mean, it was ruined, DJ. I mean, there was just shit everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Stepping in poop, man. That that sucks. That sucks. How about uh, you ever been in like a crowded public place and maybe you're like you're trying to you, you see somebody you know and you're trying to get their attention and so you're what you're you know you're trying to wave them down like hey hey over here and then some stranger <laughs> some rando in that general direction they turn and they're looking and and they just start waving back at you <laughs> until they realize you're not waving at them. Oh, man, that's like the most awkward situation ever. I, it just happened to me the other day. Did it? It happened to me the other day. I was at work, and I don't I don't even know this guy. I mean, I've seen him around work and stuff, but we've never talked or anything. And he's coming in. We're like, I'm like back in my area, and he's walking by, and he's just like giving the wave, you know, like, hey, man, what's up? He's waving at me. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. But so I gave him, you know, I gave him a little side. I went, hey. <laughs> No, didn't go above the shoulder. Though. No, not above the shoulder. Just gave him like a little side wave. Doesn't count. Come to find out, when he walks back the door, I look back and Randy, it works right beside me, is over waving at him. I'm just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Yeah, so he's he's probably like, oh, look at that little shithead. He thinks I'm waving at him. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever? You're just like, oh, uh, I'm such a dumbass. He's like, wait, wave it to me, bold skull. Dumbass. Have you guys ever like tried to give a fist pump or break a rock or 
wave at and then never get a response. They they leave you hanging. They just leave you. Oh, the, the hanging wave. Yeah. Or the ha- yeah, and it, you it's you funny. just ended it's, up bumping yourself. Like, oh, okay. It's funny to watch on TV. The goat Brady came yep. off. He just threw just like a game winning touchdown, and he went off to go give some high fives, and they were videotaping him. And poor bastard, nobody gave him one. <laughs> and that's just funny shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah. So we, we all like the beach. We've talked about the beach a thousand times on this pod, right, DG? Oh, yeah. How about them people? You know, they're out they're out in the ocean, and they got their beer, their cup. You know, they're just having a great time, having a conversation, and this wave just comes in and just blindsides the shit out of them. They, they go under, they lose their beer, just getting blindsided by a wave. Yeah, that's 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 a good one, too. It's, it's scary to the point when they're out a little bit, but it's – hilarious when they reach shore and they're still they can't get their footing and they just keep getting wiped they, yeah, out they keep getting wiped out the yeah. waves just keep coming and they just they just can't find a grip to get up and they just keep falling oh man I, this and it usually happens to like the older people you know i mean if we're out there we know the way we're we're aware of the waves coming in so it's not going to be the people like us so like 50 to 60 year olds just out there having a good time drinking their drink and it's not like they ain't got a lid on it like you're drinking out of here it's just like a solo cup they just mix the drink up on the beach. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get in the water. You know, cool down. Enjoy this drink. Bam! Smacked by the wave in the back from behind. Didn't even see it coming. They're under the, the cup floats up onto the beach. No warning. No warning. No nothing. Just they lose kidding. their hat, their sunglasses. Everything. Yard sale. The, Oakley, the Oakleys are gone. The Atlantic Ocean owns them now. Yard sale. <laughs> Which, speaking of yard sale, I would say uh, wrecks on the slope. People wiping out. Skiing, mm. snowboarding. It's funny as fuck when it happens to somebody else, but it it's the worst thing in the world when speaking, it happens. Speaking to you. of that, that one time, what was that? Was that like your birthday or something? And we went to the casino and the uh, it was probably Haley's. Haley's, okay. You, DG, I think you were there. I Corey, there, I think yeah, you were there, there too. We 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 were all sitting in there, and I didn't even ski. Like I don't even know how to ski. I don't own a ski. I don't know how to snowboard or anything. I just had a great time sitting. What do they call that? The lodge. Yeah. Sitting in the lodge by the window, like you said, Buck, just watching people wipe out down that hill all that day long. It was the same day uh, you got the cops called on my sister. No, I didn't get the cops called on your sister. Your sister got the cops called on herself. <laughs> Don't put that shit on me. Corey was there. I was sitting there. She was, she was a little louder. Crazy probably Christmas. I'm telling you, we had like 25 people with us in that group. Oh, easy. And there was only like six people that were skiing, and the rest of us were just, you know, raging in the lodge, and she got so loud. The cops came. It was... How, how do you think her husband felt? You think he was a little embarrassed? He's a saint. Yeah. He's put up with a lot of shit. But your sister is funny. Yeah. I DG love, wiped I out in front of me one time, and it's probably the funniest things ever. Yeah. He uh, tried to cross, like, trails, and he had his headphones in, you know, just giving props. He was flying. There was no pizza slicing in this guy's game. <laughs> I mean, he was getting it. And uh, this dude he ran into is snowboarding, and he's probably, you know, a season pass holder probably. Probably. Probably there every fucking day, and you got this yuppie crossing <laughs> paths. And they just go tumbling. DG yeah. loses like both his skis, couple, you know, guiders. And there's just, we like to call it a yard sale, right? iPods are flying. Earbuds are gone. Wallets change. And he, he just look. I stop and I look up at him and he's just like in so much pain. But I'm literally <laughs> pissing my pants in laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of raid or wrecking. We kind of talked about the beach earlier there, but what about the boogie board wipeouts, the skim boards, both of them? Like you get them, you get them parents, and my dad was one of them. He'll he'll set you up for the wave, like he'll be holding it for you when I was little, and I'd get on top of that wave, and he'd push me into it, and I'd take off, and then the moment you just roll, yes. you roll off that thing. The boogie board's in the air. You see my feet in the air. And then you go underneath the wave, and the wave just drags you across the sand, and you got scrapes all up and down your body. I don't think there's anything better than seeing somebody wipe out on a boogie board. I mean, that's that's the worst wipeout you can do on a boogie board. Just yeah. going ass over elbows, just right. f- completely flips you forward, and then it takes you under. And the worst part is that burn that it takes that sand, you under and rubs you up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that that burn that that sand will give you all up and down your stomach, your back, your ass. Oh yeah, sand rash and. You lose your boogie board. You got to go find that. Yep. But 
skimboarding is a lot like people slipping on the ice. Yes. That's where you see a lot of feet go out from under people. Yes. It's and not as bad because you're landing in the water. So the falls aren't as hard, but it's still pretty funny. It is. It is. You guys got any more? That's what, it. What that's you, it from my what list. What do you think about like uh, the the people that get freaked out about bugs? Yeah, like they're swat swatting at bugs. Like they, they <laughs> yeah. a bee comes a bee near and them just, and they just yeah. like yeah, they're, they're people that are scared of bugs yeah. basically. Yeah, I my, think my wife's one of them. I, really? Yeah, I think that's funny shit because my wife hates spiders. Like she'll jump on top of the couch and scream to. And I'm just like, grab a shoe and squash it. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we doing? That's my wife's same way. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I, I'm glad you brought up the bees, though. Watching people, you know, swat the bees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they see it, their eyes are all right up on it. Just, <laughs> or, they just, or they just turn and run. That, one, that's one a, the that's a good one, too. Like, oh, bee came within five feet of me. I'm turning and running. And, but you see him from a distance, so you can't see the bee. You just see somebody freak out, like, you know, body tense up, and they just run. Like, what the hell's going on? Pretty funny. Buck, any more? No, I would just say, uh, have you ever, like, pulled a chair out from somebody? Oh, shit, the old, yep, the old trick, pull it out. That shit hurts, man. It does. When you hit your tailbone on, like, you know, concrete or whatever. And you're in the middle of study hall, and there's 17. Yes, Students just laughing their ass. You were off. one of the assholes who pulled the chairs. I was you? not, but I had asshole friends that would do it. Mm. So I never had it done to me, but I would witness it a lot, and it was funny. Yeah, it is funny watching people get the chair pulled out from underneath them. But I mean, that, I mean that shit hurts, man. It does. That's bad on the back. And then like the books and the the book, everything they have, pencils, pens fall on top of them because they're trying to grab the table or anything <laughs> to keep from falling. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they want a jelly roll pin, goddammit. Uh, what about, this is the last one, and we'll get to the text message. What about, we have all done this, and I tweeted it out the other day, DJ. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but uh, when you're in gym class as a kid, put yourself there, and you th- you see somebody get just raked right in the nuts with the, the dodgeball. Or get hit in the head. Just playing dodgeball and just watching people just get smacked. Just get lit up. Right in the head, the balls, wherever. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Because, you, you know, there was always that one kid who would just stand in the back, and he would end up being the last one. And, you know, like, we had the athletes always lasted, and there's three of us. We all got that ball. Yeah. And we just smacked that poor kid so hard at the end. Head, face, don't matter. Yeah. And, you know, he hated that. He probably had a list at his house like, well, you're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would say uh, watching volleyball a lot, when somebody goes up and just smashes a spike and they have no return and just goes right off the nose. Break. And then lands 30 rows up. Yep. Yeah, when somebody That's, when somebody Fockers somebody yeah. in volleyball. I was going to say that, that. What's that movie, Meet the Fockers? Yeah. That was Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents, yeah. yeah. Take it easy, Fokker. It's just a game. game. (laughs) Broke that girl's nose, blood everywhere. Blood all in the pool. Everybody laughed. Yeah. Except her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That happened to her. Well, no. They were giving they were giving Fokker a hard time because he was so terrible. And so he goes up and spikes this thing and he's like, Yes, finally. And they're just like, take it easy, man. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the text messages. First one here we got from Scotty P. I have some hot sauce I'll bring in the studio. Just let me know. I want Uncle Buck in on this one. It's done. Let's, Let's do, I'll it. do it. So I'm what, what, what gonna... did we talk about? We wanted to make a YouTube video. I think it was on the last pod we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hot sauces. DG, I'm... I gave you a job. Did you come through? I looked. But I. the reason I didn't come through is because I didn't see any hot sauces down there. That I couldn't just pick up in Kroger's here. Oh, okay. There was the idea I like couldn't find any like signature hot sauces. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So DG went on vacation. I told him I said, "Hey, try to find you know some kind of hot sauce from that area." Yeah. I said, "Bring it back. We'll do a YouTube video." So no luck. I had eyes out. Didn't okay. didn't really nothing really caught my. I eye. have a suggestion on the hot sauce. Where to purchase it? Okay. Corey with the case probably. Have you been to Jungle Gems? 
Yeah. I know Corey with a K. I know of it. Yeah, you, you mentioned it in the last podcast. I think I said Trader Joe's. You said or Trader something. Joe's. Yeah. And me and who I was listening to it in the car on the way home was like, I think he's talking about Jungle Gems that's, in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's what I meant. If you want a hot sauce, I think we need to go and do it at, at Jungle Gems. Yeah. Because they have like an entire shit. aisle, yeah. right? Yeah, they have any kind you can think of from any country in the world. And there's all kinds of shit down I there. I mean, there's some that are in like a glass case worth like 1200 bucks. Yeah. There's probably what? a couple you got to yes. sign a release to buy. Well, we need to get one where we sign a release. <laughs> I'm down for that. Next one. What's up, fellas? Marty Marr here. I'm with Uncle Buck on this one. If I'm on the plane, I'm helping the flight attendants and getting this dude in his seat ASAP. Uncle Buck, you'd be surprised with me because I sleep on every plane I get on, and I'm asleep from the time we take off to the time we land. I hate flying, so I have to be, have to be asleep to calm myself down. Rolski. I've never had the ear-popping thing, but I'll keep that in the back of my mind the next time I'm on a plane. Also, Uncle Buck, good luck with the dog training, my guy. Laugh out loud. German Shepherds are great and wonderful dogs, one of my favorites, but I would never get one because your house is going to be full of goddamn hair. Mm -hmm. So, Buck, how's the dog training going? Fill us in. I mean, you... Thanks for the text, Marty. You got... I mean, you met her last night. Yeah. And I feel like she blew your expectations. GG, I walked into this house and we're, we're literally, I mean, this, we're talking about, you know, an 11, 11 week old puppy here. So you're probably thinking running around, biting stuff, chewing on things, jumping on you, wanting attention. This dog is probably one of the most well-behaved dogs I've ever seen at that age. It literally just sat there. They would say no and it would stop. Like it, it, say it tried to snip at, you know, Buck's hand. No, stop, sit listens they have a crate a dog crate in their living room this dog literally when no one was giving it attention or anything it would literally walk in his crate and just lay down i've never had a dog that would by itself just go to the crate and lay down well, without me putting it there you know what i mean you never had uncle buck the dog whisperer training it <laughs> i guess not you're doing a good job but it's it's mainly Haley, but i mean i do have my part in it you're doing good thank you Next text. I have a special request and I want a report back on the next podcast. I need Rolski to try his beloved pizza rolls in the air fryer instead of the oven and see if it's his new go-to. I've never tried this, but I'm one of the basic bitches that swear by the air fryer. You guys got any experience with this? Yeah, I told you a long time ago you should have done this. So just pizza <laughs> first talked about it. So pizza rolls in the air fryer. I still yeah. haven't tried it. They're great. I just bought more pizza rolls this morning. Coming back from vacation, I didn't have any food, so I needed to go get some pizza rolls as the first one, and they'll be in the air fryer sometime this week. What about you, DG? Any experience with this? Pizza never, rolls? never done pizza rolls in the air fryer. Me yeah, I have an air fryer. Never done pizza rolls. What's your go-to in the air fryer? Mm, something lame. Maybe like Brussels sprouts or something. Yeah, that is probably, probably some kind of vegetable. Did you ever try that recipe that I gave you? The wings? The chicken. The chicken tenders. Yes, I did. You like it? I did, yeah. That's my. I think that's my favorite air fryer. One of my go-tos now, I kind of modified the recipe you gave me, is you can just at the grocery store, you can buy Hooters Signature Breading. Okay. So I bought some of that. Because I love their breading on their wings. Yeah. It's like my favorite part about their wings. Bread them in that. And then you dip you dip them, each one, completely dip one in, in Frank's red hot wing sauce and then air fry them. Okay, so you're just taking the raw chicken tender and you're dipping it in the sauce. Batter and, it. Okay. Dip it. Fry it. All right. I have to try that out. Buck, any experience with the pizza rolls? I have not done the pizza rolls. The go-to for us is salmon. Really? In yes. the air fryer? Yes. Perfection. Hmm. You said I got on, a, on a cedar plank or something like that? Or no, just right uh, on the pan? Well, before, we wouldn't use foil. And I found out that if you do use foil, you don't have to clean it as much. Yeah, so if you that. just put it in some foil, lemon juice, yep. it's, it's on point, man. All right. There you go. You heard it here first. Next text. I think we need a poll or something on what we think SSDD stood for on the garage door. So this person is referring to the picture that we posted about the Raising Hell podcast of the man cave garage door. 
It said SSDD, and there was periods in between each letter. Is that an acronym? I don't know, Buck. I mean, we we kind of thought about no, it. No, but I'm just saying, like, SSDD. Has to mean something. So each letter stands for a word. And I have no idea what we, what we, we, why we put that there. Do you remember? It, it, it said SSDD MFers. Yeah. What the hell does SSDD mean? So someone's seen this picture yeah. and is wondering what that is, and I have no idea what it is. That was, like I said, that was 2010, boys. We're talking 11 years ago. I have no idea what we were thinking when we put that on there. SSD. But it was something good. Something good. It beats me. I don't know. Buck, any idea? I it, I thought about it all night last night, and I have no clue. Yeah, we pulled up this text last night, and I showed him, and I said, hey, what does it mean? And we could not think of it at all. Couldn't think of it. Hmm. I mean, knowing us back in 2010, it is off the walls and has nothing to do. Probably the rest of the world has no idea what it is. It's probably just an inner, you know, party type thing that we came up around the pool table. Yeah, probably. So it probably doesn't stand for shit that anybody else knows. Only the few that were at the house that night when we spray painted the fucking garage door. <laughs> right. So the pool is probably pointless, but yeah. we could make a new SSDD. Yeah, what it stands for. Okay. I like that. Last one here. Would you rather hit a game winner at a home game or at an away game? Why? So, I mean, I, <clears throat> you're looking at just the crowd going nuts at a home game right. or everybody just absolutely booing the hell just, out of you. Or you're just ripping the hearts out. At an away game. Right. Or the place just goes dead dead quiet. You're just ripping their hearts out. I don't know. I think both would be equally satisfying, but I'm probably going going home game just to hear that that crowd roar. That's there's nothing like that. I hit a game winner at a home game at one point. It was my junior year. We were playing Logan Elm and we were down by three. And I came off a screen and I actually no, sorry. We were down. We were down two. No, sorry. We were up down by three. I, I was right the first time. We were down by three because I hit a four point play. I came off a screen and I hit the game winner. I hit the three and got fouled. It went in, and I hit the free throw to win the game. And there was like two seconds left, so they had to throw up like a full quarter. It wasn't even close. But watching that crowd, we weren't supposed to win that game either because Logan Elm were they were good, real good, better than us. Should have never been in that game. We ended up winning. I hit that game winner, and I will never forget that. That was the best sports moment of my life, hitting that four-point play to win the game. Nice. It was unbelievable, DG. So I'm saying the home game. Having that electricity in the crowd, I, yes, it'd be cool to rip some hearts out out of the away game, but the electricity, you, you could feel that through your body after you hit that shot, and what that crowd was doing, everybody was up, the hands were up. I mean, it, they loved it. And like I said, I'll never forget that moment. So I'm going to say home game. Easy. Easy. I'm going to play, I'm going to go the away game. I just, it'd be crazy to be playing for North Carolina and playing as the Duke Crazies or whatever they're called. Yes, yep, yep. And you hit that bitch and it's just crickets. Crickets. And, and you, you just walk off that court. You're just staring them down, eye-to-eye contact with that whole student section. Yes. Just walk think, to the locker room. So I, think, I just did that. I think the cold chills right then would be, you know, the goosebumps. I'm the man. You could Baker Mayfield him, go plant the flag at Ooh. midcourt. Pitcher's mound, 50-yard line, whatever you oh, want to call it. man. He might have crossed the line on that I one. think he did. I was at that game. Me it too. Was not a peep. That was uh, OSU, right? Yep. Yeah. It was a night game. Yeah. Yeah, he he may have crossed the line on that I one. I think he did. If you can if you can hold your, you know, integrity and shit after you just, you just single-handedly won the game and just hold, you know, just walk off the court. That's it. I think you've, you've said enough with your game, so – DG, what do you think? Home or what? Did you give an answer? Yeah, I'm he home. He already answered the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a home, I'm a home body, home game. All right, let's get into the tall boy review. This beat right here don't get you jacked. I don't know what won't. Get you going. 
Jaminy Christmas. Okay, so let's just get into it here. We have a uh, Budweiser King of Beers 24-ounce beauty this week for the Tall Boy Review. I mean, there's nothing fancy about it. Nothing, no frills here. This thing is a fastball. It's a heater straight down the fucking middle. It's not trying to... Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. It's, it's all this is right here. It's just a fastball. It's not trying to be anything it ain't. No spin, no nothing. No. It's got some movement. It's a running fastball. I mean, it's got its it's got its frills. Maybe. What's that can say, DG, on it? It's got the An- Anheuser-Busch uh, logo right in the middle. The United States of America. That is the king of beers. This is the... I think if you think of one beer, you say, what what's the beer that represents America the most? You're looking at it right here, folks. Well, it says right here... On either side of the Anheuser-Busch logo, the Great American Budweiser Lager Beer. <laughs> Gosh, it's giving me goosebumps. The one and only. The one and only. I mean, name name the last bar that you were in that didn't have Bud Light or Budweiser. Can't. It's probably uh, in Jamaica. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't American. Nope. Every bar in America has Bud Light, Budweiser. You know, guaranteed. So. Yeah, I mean, football's America's game, and Anheuser Busch, Budweiser is the great American lager. So let's all let's America's all, beer. Let's all get a sip here. See how we like the taste. Let's give it a little nip. It's good. I like Budweiser. It's drink drinkable, very drinkable. I I usually go for the Bud Light or Bush Light, but next time I'm in the gas station, I think I might just pick me up a 12-pack of Budweiser. Well, you know, the thing about it is it's brewed by the original process from the choices hops, rice, the best barley malt. Really? You know, so there it is. It's it's the exclusive Beechwood aging process. that That's what produces the taste, the smoothness. Yeah. Um, very drinkable. You'll find no other beer at, at, at this price. Not nothing like it. Nothing. No, I'm just reading all that right off the right off the can. <laughs> <laughs> so the sip and serve podcast power rankings. We've got the Arnold Palmer spiked, the natural light American can, Yingling Raging Eagle, Bush Light Corn Can, and the Corona Extra. Now I want to ask you two. You guys, it's been a while since you guys have been around. So, what do you guys think about our latest? our latest tall boy reviews we've got the heineken can up front and we've also got the steel reserve alloy series what was that the tropical thunder tropical storm or something is that what it was called something kind of looked like a miami hurricane yeah, tro- tropical storm okay yeah. so i mean you guys have been hearing the slander that i've been giving this bush light corn can here yeah, lately it's pretty pissed. i was in the car on the way home about to just try to rage outside the car i was pissed <laughs> Can you believe the bullshit he tried yeah. to, like, pull? He's trying to change rankings, change shit. I mean, what if I came in and just erased out KFC and then just put Chick-fil-A on top? Well, I mean, you could. <laughs> I think I think Modelo should be number five over Corona. Really? Really? I, I forgot to mention the Modelo. You're right. That's three three reviews we've done since you've been gone. and So you think Modelo should, Modelo should be in the top five? Yeah. And that also, I mean, I follow you on social media and... There's a lot of people that agree it should have made top five. A well, lot. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't think it was better than... I, I liked it better than the Bush Light Corn Can. I think that's the most overrated can in the top five, and it's not even close. Uh, the Raging Eagle is. Ooh. Talk about a heater, DG. <laughs> He's talking about your can you brought in. Uh, that's all right. He's entitled to his opinion. That's right. So Everybody's got one. It's like an asshole, right? <laughs> well, what do we think about the Budweiser can, boys? Fastball down the middle into number five, or are we thinking it's going to be with the rest of them? I got it at five. Really? I got it at five. Really? Oh man, that's surprising to me. I mean, I like the can. I mean, it's clean. It's it's got a lot of information on it. It's you know the great American beer, like you said earlier. Um, that's probably been Budweiser's logo since they started. Brewing. They have. They mm-hmm. haven't switched it up. They don't no. need to. Like I said, it's a fastball for a reason. The yeah. only thing that that can doesn't provide is the instructions on how to put on a rubber. Everything else is on that fucking can. It's going at five. What do you think, Corey? You think it's better than the Corona? Extra? I like the Corona one, so I'm, I would like Corona better. 
Um, I, I do like that can. It's got a lot of information on it. Like if, if you ever need to shit and don't have like your phone or something, you just take that can in there and you're good to go. <laughs> just read it. Yeah. yeah. I think I don't think it's going to make the top five either. So we're two we're two two to two here. So what what are we going to do? Odds or evens. Flip <laughs> yeah. a coin. Okay. Well, DG, go on shoot. On shoot. Yep. Are we doing? Are we doing best of one, best of three? Whoever wins right here. Sudden death. Sudden death. On shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. It's out. Shit. Sorry, Budweiser fans. You did not make the top five. Paper or scissors got the paper. Yep. Sorry, man. I looked in his eyes and I thought thought he was going rock. (laughs) And that'll do it. That's another episode of the Sip and Serve podcast. We appreciate everybody listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also like us on Facebook. The number is 740-720-3537. If you guys want to send in a text or a voicemail, hit the line. We appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Go down there and hit five-star review or let us know. I mean, what, what do you like about the show? Leave a review. It helps more than you know. Yeah, uh, like he said, do some stuff with the podcast. Promote it or something. Party on, Garth. Uncle Buck, next week what it'll be, four in a row? Might as well get the divorce papers ready. (laughs) Hot down here. About to turn the air on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>